What up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the outlet. Um, so there's a lot going on, as usual. Um, and something, first off, <clears throat> my book is coming out. Let me pick that out there real quick. Uh, and new show coming out also. Um, be looking out for all that. And my book is actually talking about history. Like, I start from Reconstruction on up to now. And then I talk a little bit about what I think is going to happen in the future. So, be looking out for that. Uh, <clears throat> so, in the news today, right? Tech giants. Tech giants cut off Power, an app that drew Trump supporters and basically what it looks like a lot of people are noticing that they have been enabling white supremacy so a lot of companies are now trying to impede this situation that we have with white supremacy but this country has been in, in enabling white supremacy uh, for the longest right <clears throat> and I think I just seen where Apple uh, Apple has a uh, cut off parlor also like it's banned them so there's been a lot of just uh banning I guess you could call it uh let me see in this article that I found on TechCrunch it talks about Apple banning parlor from the App Store. And it says, Apple has confirmed that it has suspended the conservative social media app Parler from the App Store shortly after Google banned it from Google Play. I didn't know Google had banned it. The app, which became home to Trump supporters and several high-profile conservatives in the days leading up to the Capitol riots, has been operating in violation of Apple rules. The company tells TechCrunch we have always supported diverse points of view being represented on the App Store, but there is no place on our platform for the threats of violence and illegal activity. Parler has not taken adequate measures to address the proliferation 
of these threats to people's safety. We have suspended Parler from the App Store until they resolve these issues. So, Parler's being banned from everywhere, it looks like. Um, and I know a lot of people got issues with that. They're saying it's an attack on freedom of speech. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to get into that. Um, to the developers of the Parler app, this is what it says. Thank you for your response regarding the dangerous and harmful content on Parler. We have determined that the measures you describe are inadequate to address the proliferation of dangerous and objectable content on your app. Parler has not upheld its commitment to moderate and remove harmful or dangerous content encouraging violence and illegal activity and not in compliance with the App Store review guidelines. Um, it brings up conservative commentator and Parler investor Dan Bargino posted about Apple's decision on the site. The tech tyrants at Apple who have pulled the app from the App Store have pulled the app from the App Store. Apple is no different than a Chinese Communist Party oh, in their preference for totalitarian thought control. I'm proud of the remaining liberty-loving people of this great country, and I'm embarrassed and horrified by the tech totalitarian I can't even speak right now the tall tail room who've taken control of it um totalitarian that's how you say it I'm tripping um Bargino was among those recently suspended from Twitter he noted however that it had he had no intention to return to this site so it looks like we just got like a little squabble going between conservatives and liberals but can you really blame uh, people from taking these uh, actions when it comes to what happened to the Capitol, though? Um, conservatives are about to get a bad rap, right? Well, they actually kind of already have a bad rap, but what happened to the Capitol is like, it's on the extreme level. Like, a lot of people... I've actually been hearing people talking about uh, terrorism and treason. Like, there's like a lot of words being thrown around, and a lot of people saying it was an inside job. So like, there's all sorts of things that are being talked about right now. So yeah, man. Uh, interesting. And let me see. This was an article yesterday. It said Parler had jumped to number one on the App Store after Facebook and Twitter banned Trump. So this was probably something that happened like before Parler got um, banned from all these different places. Let me see. Users are surging on small conservative social media platforms after President Donald Trump banned from the world's largest social media networks. Even those platforms are seeing access throttled by the app marketplaces of tech's biggest players. The social network Parler, a network that mimics Twitter, is now the number one app in Apple Store and Gab, another conservative back service. 
claimed that it was seeing an explosion in the numbers of signups to its web-based platform as well. Uh-huh. Well, it's been banned in the most of the social media outlets. Um, so, yeah. And if you didn't know, uh, President Donald Trump has been banned from Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't heard, you now know. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> What else do I need to discuss today? Um, okay. Uh, market rallies highlights bets on recovery. So, this is by a Michael uh, Worsthorn. It says investors are showing signs of increasing exuberance reflecting optimism about a vaccine fueled global recovery and the changed economics of the post-coronavirus world. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1.6% for the first week of 2021, marking its fourth straight weekly gain despite a mob storming the U.S. Capitol Wednesday and a decline in non-form payrolls reported Friday. So, I wanted to do a lot of investors think that the market is acting strange now, right? I'm pretty sure they do, a lot of them. Um, I think the influx of the new generation of investors, right? Because there's like a lot of young people that are investing now, right? So I think people, the way people used to analyze is not exactly going to work now for a lot of the newer investors that are kind of changing things up a little because um, a lot of people are investing through the, through the apps now um, Acorn um, Stash and Robinhood I know those three apps that I can remember off the top of my head uh, you got the websites um, uh, TD Ameritrade uh, I think E-Trade's one uh, what's the other one Scott Trade I think so there's a lot of different ways you can like invest, right? But I think there's just been like a lot of things that have been changed up a little. Uh, also in this article it says the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1.6% for the first, oh I already said that. Uh, the advance which took the 30 stock index past 31,000 in just 29 trading days has been led by banks and energy firms. Bond yields have risen, taking the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note to 1.105%, the highest since March. When economically sensitive sectors and bond yields rise together, it often signals Wall Street is embarking on a classic uh, reflation trade that anticipates a full-fledged economic recovery. It is important because it can herald rising incomes, stronger results at firms, from retailing to manufacturing to technology and further market gains. K 
kind of sounds like they don't believe that um, the market is going to, like they think it's going to do well, basically. They don't think we're going to have any issues, it sounds like. Hmm. Uh, White House forced Georgia U.S. attorney to resign. Hmm. Haven't heard about that one. And this was something that happened, uh, well, it was wrote on January 9th. And this is from the Wall Street Journal. White House officials pushed Atlanta's top federal prosecutor to resign before Georgia's U.S. Senate runoffs because President Trump was upset he wasn't doing enough to investigate the president's unproven claims of election fraud. People familiar with the matter said, a senior Justice Department official at the behest of the White House called the Trump's appointed U.S. attorney, uh, so this is one of those foreign names, Beyond J. Pack, late on the night of January the 3rd. In that call, the official said, Mr. Trump was furious there was no investigation related to election fraud and that the president wanted to fire Mr. Pack, the people said. Mr. Pack resigned abruptly on Monday, the day before the runoff, saying in an early morning email to colleagues that his departure was due to unforeseen circumstances. And if you didn't know, the Democrats are in control of the Senate. It's 50-50, um, 50 on the Republican side, 50 on the Democrat side, but um, the vice president holds the last vote and the vice president uh, is uh, or about to be uh, Senator Camilla Harris. So the Democrats are in full control, it seems. Um, so I know the conservatives are, that's probably, that's one of the reasons the Republicans are just going crazy right now. Um, so yeah interesting 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 let's see what else to discuss today um once again everybody should be in the stock market by the way i'm gonna keep saying that just because the stock market is where you make money it can be like your second income um, learning how to play the stock market is a it's a good thing I think um, China launches measures to protect companies from US sanctions okay interesting uh, China has implemented new rules designed to shield its companies from unjustified sanctions as it seeks to counter a flurry of punitive measures issued by U.S. President Donald Trump over recent years. The regulations unveiled by the Commerce Minister, Ministry at the weekend prohibit Chinese companies and individuals from complying with punitive measures mandated by foreign governments and take effect immediately. Companies complying with sanctions deemed illegal by the Commerce Department could also be sued for compensation in China courts potentially exposing foreign investors to significant 
liabilities and one of their biggest markets. So the Donald Trump administration has kind of been beefing with China for the longest, right, throughout his whole administration. And so, yeah, it's just been, it's been back and forth, like, since 2000, what was it, 2016 he got in office? Uh, uh, is that right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Oh, and somebody was asking me, what do I mean when I say we have to stop financing our own oppression? And basically what I'm talking about is a lot of times we give our money away to people that support white supremacy, right? And a lot of times we don't support our own businesses. And so, okay, um, like back in on Black Wall Street, um, they talked about making the money touch, um, making a dollar touch each other's hand 19 times, basically not letting it leave the community um, until it touches at least 19 hands, right? Um, basically just spending money with your own community, basically. And a lot of times we, um, we spend money outside of our community. Actually, most of the time we spend money outside of our own communities. Um, at least right now we do anyway from the NBA right we watch the NBA we watch the NFL but these are things we don't actually own um, and I think a lot of black people are just sort of addicted to supporting white supremacy there's a lot of black people that actually are addicted to supporting white supremacy um, I've seen rappers talk about wearing Gucci Gucci is not owned by black people. Um, so there's so many different things that right? we always supporting, but we don't actually own. Um, McDonald's, not owned by black people. Uh, KFC, not owned by black people. I could be naming all day about all the things that we support, but we don't actually own. And that's one of the reasons we have no power in, a, in this particular capitalist society. Um, and that's a problem. And we're, we're seeing the effects of not owning anything, right? Now, right? People are just, a lot of our people are getting killed. Um, the George Floyd incident. Um, and there's been so many incidents, right? Uh, a lot of politicians don't take us seriously. Um, so you can just see it all through society. So that's what I'm talking about when I say we have to stop financing our own oppression. We be giving our money to people that don't support us. We be giving our money to white supremacists. And a lot of times we don't check who the owner is, right? And we end up giving our money to people that aren't supporters of ours. And it happens often. It's not something that's rare. It happens all the time. Um, the salons. A lot of times, the women get their hair from these different salons, right? Or beauty supply stores. They be owned by Asians a lot of times. So we have a habit of giving our money 
to people that don't support our community. And that's an issue, a big issue that we eventually have to rectify. I mean, I mean, if we keep doing what we're doing, things are just going to keep getting worse, right? So we have to ameliorate the situation. Because if we don't, we're going to keep getting what we're getting, which is nothing. You want to know why, uh, what's the name, Colin Kaepernick can't get an NFL, can't get on an NFL team, even though he's probably still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Because we don't own it. White people own it. And white people felt like Colin Kaepernick was going against which he was. He was going against what they wanted him to do. And when you're the owner, right, they're they making rules. Notice most uh, athletes don't actually do, they don't do pretty much anything for the most part to help the black community, right? We've been going through this little cycle for the longest, right? Um, since the beginning, there's always been rich athletes um, but at one time we did have our own leagues one of the worst things we did was give up our own leagues so yeah moving on uh, let's see what else do I need to discuss today oh wow I didn't know Amazon um, Amazon Web Services gives Parler 24-hour notice that it will suspend services to the company. Wow, everybody's suspending Parler. <laughs> we do not support white supremacy. At least that's what a lot of companies are trying to insinuate. Um, hold on, let me see what this article says real quick. It says, Parler is at risk of disappearing, just as the social media network popular among conservatives was reaching new heights of popularity in the wake of President Donald Trump's ban from all major tech social platforms. Amazon's uh, web services, which provides back-end cloud services, has informed Parler that it intends to cut ties with the company in the next 24 hours. According to a report in BuzzFeed News, Parler's application is built on top of Amazon Web Services infrastructure, services that are critical for the operation of its platform. Earlier today, Apple announced that it was, was following Google and blocking the app from its app store, citing a lack of content moderation. Mm -hmm. Parler CEO John Matz, or Max Z, M-A-T-Z-E, I guess I said that right, said that the platform would be offline for at least a week as they rebuild from scratch in response to AWS's communications. Some Parler users, as captured and screenshots shared on Twitter, seem to respond with vague intentions <clears throat> to violently attack AWS's data centers. Whoa, they talking about attacking the data center? Uh... Hold on, let me, re let me reread that, make sure I read that correctly. 
Some Parler users, as captured in screenshots shared on Twitter, seem to respond with vague intentions to violently attack AWS's data centers, which AWS's Amazon Web Services, perhaps pr proving Amazon's point in the process. In the wake of the riots at the Capitol on Wednesday and a purge of accounts accused of inciting violence on Twitter and Facebook, Pollard has become the home for a raft of radical voices calling for armed patriots to commit violence at the nation's capital and statehoods around the country. So a lot of people are saying that Twitter and Facebook was used to uh, basically incite these uh, violent well, they're not. They wasn't a protest. Cause they talking about the stuff that happened at the Capitol. That wasn't a protest. That was, uh, I guess you can call it an invasion. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, a riot. But um, but it looked like the Capitol Police was in on it. That's what a lot of people are saying. Like that's the rumors. The Capitol Police were in on it, or at least some of them. Uh, which is crazy, man. It sounds like a movie almost. Like something I seen on a show, some movie. Interesting though. And I know a lot of um, people that work for Trump are resigning now. But what is that supposed to mean though that they're resigning? as if they don't really support the president. You was with him for that long and now you don't support him? Yes, you support him. Anyway. Uh, let me see. It says, over the past few months, Republican lawmakers, including Senator Ted Cruz and Congressman Devin Nunes, along with conservative firebrands like Wood, have found a home on a platform where they can share conspiracy theories with abandon. And, yeah. Anyway, that's some of the stuff that's going on today in the news. Uh, and it's crazy that uh, all this is happening in 2020. But it is, let me see, the next Zoom wants to be nothing like Zoom. Let me see, what in the world are we talking about right here? In the past few months, here, there hasn't been one conversation I've had about remote work that doesn't include a mention of Hopin, a virtual events platform last valued at $2.1 happen um, so it's a virtual events platform uh, for a company only a little older than a year hopping has a wild growth story it grew its ARR from zero to 20 million in nine months it scooped up two businesses to differentiate its business including StreamYard for 250 billion just this week 
in its last financing round left the company's valuation at 2.1 billion so they've been going through uh, different uh, companies venture capitalist firms I'm guessing raising money uh, Hopkins growth amid Zoom's fatigue is giving validation to a whole crop of remote work focused startups I see startups in the category sitting in two camps either you're betting that users want a more passive way to interact with video or betting that users want a more re a more active way to interact with video okay this week for example I wrote about rewatch which creates internal private channels for startups to archive all their video conferencing meetings the company is essentially turning live meetings into transcribed documents that employees can sift through on their own time shifting from uh, psychomonious uh, to asynchronous. Uh, in contrast, I also covered TeamFlow, a platform that wants to give a virtual space to companies to recreate the serendipity and productivity of an office. Unlike Rewatch, TeamFlow thinks that employees want there to be more live moments in a distributed world. So these are a lot of little startups that's happening. Uh, Rewatch, Team Flow. Hmm. I have to look them up. I wonder are they public? Anyway, Team Flow and Rewatch. So those are some companies you can be on the lookout for. Um. I need to start hearing more about some black companies that's making it, um, that's getting some of this spotlight. Uh, but anyway, how long I've been on here? So it's been about 30 minutes. Uh, da, 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 da. How to rescue the Trump party. I mean, how to rescue the Republican party from Trump's chaos. Is that even possible? I don't think it's possible because the brand has been kind of slaughtered. Like the Republicans already stood for something you don't want to be uh, associated with. So I don't really think that they can. Um, I don't really think they can uh, be saved. Not really. But, uh, let me see. 
from his first chaotic days in office, Donald Trump showed us what kind of president he would be with his crowd-sized obsession and horribly executed travel ban. I warned about the consequences of his chaos, the never-ending insults and name-calling, the glorification of ignorance, the peddling of dangerous conspiracy theories, a total disinterest in public policy, and a lack of history have defined his the presidency. <laughs> they talking about him so bad. <laughs> These four years have borne witness to U.S. political chaos and instability on a grand scale, but too many of our leaders and fellow citizens fail to acknowledge this reality publicly. If Wednesday's mob at the Capitol is not enough to persuade them, nothing ever will. And this is a, a Financial Times article. Uh, let me see. The Republican Party must reflect and accept responsibility for what it has all too willing and able. Radical groups like uh, QAnon and Proud Boys and other dangerous elements have gained a foothold in Mr. Trump's GOP. It's time to drive them out. Even if you drive them out, that isn't going to stop what people think of the Republican Party. Uh, the Republican Party has pretty much been damaged. Um, and I don't think you can, I don't think there's enough damage control possible, right? There's no damage control you could think of that could help out the Republican Party, especially after the attack on the Capitol. That was really damaging. The attack on the Capitol was a frontal assault on America's constitutional order and the very foundation of our institutions of government. By interfering with the certification of the electoral vote and encouraging others to do so, Mr. Trump has committed crimes against the Republic. Trying to steal an election in plain sight will not help his already shameful legacy. Something else I wonder, what's gonna to happen to the celebrities that supported the Republican Party? Well, there was actually a lot of celebrities that were actually for uh, the Republican Party. I'm not going to get too much into that, but that's just something to think about. Um, let's see. The foundation of new leadership has emerged in recent weeks. U.S. Representative Liz Cheney and Adam Kingsinger and a growing number of senators stepped up in defense of American values. They now must redefine the GOP as a party based on principles and ideas and move away from being driven by loyalty into one terrible flawed man. Maybe y'all should think about changing the name of the Republican Party or just creating a whole new party altogether. I don't know, but think we should uh well moving on social tolerance constructive engagement on the international stage rejecting cronyism embracing free markets with reasonable and modern regulation are good places to start advancing century right policy solutions on issues outside the gop's comfort zone such as climate change and immigration will send a message of seriousness Complaining about far-left Democrats is no substitute for a robust agenda. It is time to expand the ranks of the adults in the Republican Party 
and retake it from those who continue to embrace anarchy, nativism, cronyism, and this ugly form of populism. The image of a rioter walking through the Capitol carrying the Confederate's battle flag has indelibly stained the national psyche. I often show my constituents a bronze plaque next to an outsized bust of Abraham Lincoln's located in the Capitol not far from where that flag was displayed. It uh, memorializes military units known as the Honorary First Defenders, including the Allen Rifles from my Pennsylvania hometown. These patriots were the first to answer Lincoln's 1861 call to defend the Capitol against Confederate rebels. Their noble legacy was trampled upon on Wednesday. Okay. And that's all I'm going to read from that article. Uh, yeah, the Republican Party is pretty much damaged as far as their brand is concerned. Uh, I don't really think there's like a solution. Because it's actually been going on for the longest, right? But it just kind of boiled over. The pot's been rising for the longest and it finally just boiled over. So, yeah. Let's see. Anything else I need to discuss today? On Sunday's podcast. Uh... Let me see, I just seen something here. Uh, Trump's ban on Chinese stocks, Royals investors. Executive order, executive order was meant to hit China's military but has frustrated some US investors. I was unaware of this actually. Let me see, what are they talking about? US investors have borne the brunt of an executive order signed by President Trump that was meant to hit the Chinese military by curtailing access to American dollars. Okay. So basically this is just a continuation of the Trump administration's uh, feud with the Chinese government. They've been going back and forth. I think uh, President-elect Biden is going to be more of somebody that's going to work with China. I think that's what his uh, intentions are. Uh, instead of what Donald Trump has been doing. But, yeah, man. So, it's interesting, man. What's all been happening? So yeah, uh, oh look at this! I just found an article that says um, America's failed insurrection. <laughs> Some people are really calling it an insurrection. It kind of was a insurrection, um, invasion, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah. Oh, 
Hold on. I'm looking at something real quick. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Anyway, uh, I guess I will talk to y'all next time on the outlet. So, peace.